Hey friends, welcome to the More to the Story podcast. I am so glad you come along here. And this is going to be coming out on my podcast channels as a Thanksgiving episode, but it is happening right now. I think it is November 14th, Monday, November 14th, live on my Facebook group, um, my Facebook author channel. So before I get going too far, just know that this podcast is brought to you by several sponsors. And since this will have some people listening during Thanksgiving, I want them to know how thankful I am for the sponsors at Wesley Biblical Seminary, where we're developing trusted leaders for faithful churches. Um, You can find out more about Wesley Biblical Seminary at wbs.edu and then WPO Development, um, who has done it. They've been supporting my podcast since it was Captain's Corner uh, a couple of years ago, and that's Keith Waters. He's got a great team there of um, Terry Israel. Uh, I even saw Henry Gonzalez is coming to work with him here as well. So that's a great group, and I and I love to see the work that they're doing. So you can find out more about them at WPO Development. Uh, you can just Google WPO Development. And Bill Roberts, financial planning. You can find out more about him at William H. Roberts. Dot com. Thankful for his work and come alongside of people and help them plan for their future. So there's plenty of things happening that I want to bring to people's attention. There's a, a, I'm going to be bringing on three guests, three guests who I want to promote to you. I want to make sure that you know about them. And those are some folks who have done a great job like with starting new podcasts lately. And, and I just want to be able to share them with you. So before they come on, and they're going to get on here pretty soon in the next few minutes, I have my friend Phil Legger coming on, another friend from Canada named Matt Keene, and then another friend named... Now, what is my other friend's name? <laughs> okay, obviously, I make sure I have the right people come. It's funny. Joel. Uh, Joel, who's connected to the work that we do here at Wesley Biblical Seminary. He has several people. He's a pastor in a Wesleyan church in uh, Michigan. So he's coming on here in a second as well. So we'll be ready to welcome him, welcome him in. I see Austin Hoyle. Somebody I don't know if I've actually met face-to-face yet, but we live in Mississippi here together. We have similar stories and similar experiences. We've been communicating via email, but I'll just say hi to Austin and Danny Morrow as well. I think, Danny Morrow, you popped up as soon as I said um, uh, WPO development, which I know you've probably done some work in thinking about Jack Waters as well. But anyhow, we I want to highlight a few things. Some people ask me occasionally, like, well, what type of podcast do you listen to besides your own? And I I have actually a hard time listening to my own podcast and listening to my own voice. Sometimes I listen at double speed just to make sure everything's turned out okay. But I want to tell you some of the podcasts that I listen to. And uh, those are things that have been an influence on me. And beyond the three that I'm promoting today that I want to share with you, I wanted to bring these up. So my go-to podcast, now this is, some some of you will just find it to be so obvious that this is like the type of thing I might listen to, but it's what I do. Uh, Most days I listen to the world and everything in it from the World News Group. If you don't know about it, it's a, it's some, some describe it as a, a Christian NPR. And it comes, the World Magazine's been around for a long time. And those of you who were homeschoolers from the 1990s like I was, um, instead of having the weekly reader like I had when I was in public school, I have uh, a World Magazine. It was kind of like the Christian Weekly Reader. And it's a, it's a great magazine, great news group, uh, journalistic group that I've really appreciated through the years. Um, but nevertheless, like I found out probably in 2014, 2013 about the world and everything in it. And it is just a great show. The first five to 10 minutes, they just hit the news. And it's... I like to think of it as pretty objective. I think it is something that, okay, I see 
I see Paul there, and I think that that is somebody who's going to be coming on in a second. So I just want you to know, um, I see you. I was looking for, make sure I have the right one. I was also looking for Joel, but um, we'll be getting some folks on in here in just a second. I'm going to invite um, Phil Leger when you're available to come on. But now, the the thing I want to mention about World Everything in it is it just, it does have a very objective newscast. And then they have other stories too. They bring on uh, John Stone Street. Um, on Fridays for their Culture Friday. They have good political coverage. They have a great economic reporter who comes on on uh, Mondays as well. So all those are things that uh, come about. All right, good. I see I got Phil there so when I can bring him on. So that's one of my podcasts that I, I go to every day. It might seem kind of boring to some of you, but that's that's what it is. I also, I'm just going to roll it out there. I don't agree with him on everything. And that's certainly the case. I'm sure you, those of you who listen to my podcast don't agree with everything I say. But um, I, I do like the briefing with Albert Moeller. And uh, I listen to that. I do listen at one and a half. I listen to most things at one and a half speed, which some people might think, uh, I'm not so sure about that. Um, but I, I like I like Albert Moeller's analysis generally. Like I, those of you who know me, Wesley Biblical Seminary, Salvation Army, know that we affirm women in ministry. So every now and then he kind of hits the women in ministry piece hard. Um, and uh, it's something that like I don't really particularly appreciate. But I, I kind of like can put up with that. But generally, I appreciate that. I have a couple of sports po- podcasts I listen to. Okay, I see that message. Joel, I see you there. You'll be coming in here soon. Um, I'll get you in after I talk to Phil in just a second. So those those are two that I listen to. I, if you start to if I start to go into them for a long time, it might take a while. I like the Patrick Lencioni Leadership Podcast. Um, that's something that helps me uh, regularly. He helps me think through things. I've also always liked the various um, Craig Rochelle, Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast. Um, you know, I, I like th- those. Those are my big ones. I think those are the things that I go to. On a, on a regular basis. Oh, my most recent one that I've liked, again, somebody with a slightly different theological camp is Kevin DeYoung's. Uh, uh, he has a, what's called like life and books and everything. And so that's been really interesting lately. Like I've, I've enjoyed that. I, even though he comes like more from a reform perspective, I think I share a lot of the same worldview of him and I, I find it to be really interesting. So those are some things I'm interested in. I want to highlight too, just real quick, um, know of my prayers for my friends. I see several people on here already who are in the Global Methodist Church or the United Methodist Church who are working through the challenges. Um, some of you have already been on here. Like I know, just know of our prayers for you in this time. Uh, those of you who don't know, like there's been some challenges that have come across, like even just recently with the election of other bishops. And so that's just hastening the day for the Global Methodist Church to emerge and for people to disaffiliate. And if you want resources on that, we recommend you go to um, uh, WBS, we've created a, a website, a webpage that give resources to people to help them know, particularly lay people who might not know what's going on in the church at large. So that's something that's going on. Also, on the Salvation Army news front, there's been a couple of things, I think, uh, accountability measures that I believe have been put in place. Now, there's not clearly stated because they don't want to call people out, but I think there's been some good movement in the Salvation Army lately. And maybe I'll have a podcast where I can talk about that soon. But I've already promised I want to make sure to get this in. I'm going to bring Phil in. Um, Let's see if I can, uh, Phil, I don't know if you can request to come in. If that's something you can do, then I can bring you on the video uh, that you have to like my page in order to get on. But let me see if I can um, make that happen. All right, I see. Oh, good. I see Fiona there too as well. Um, So I can grant people an opportunity to come on. So... If any of the three guests that I have plan to come on, if you just want to 
uh, there's probably something you click the bottom of your screen to request to come on. That would be great. So I'm glad to bring them on. Uh, if you don't know, like there's three, these are three new podcasts that I just wanted to encourage. I want to encourage you all to look into it. And um, okay, I think it's, I think I'm seeing this come now. So this, maybe people will be listening to this podcast as we come to things. Okay, gotcha. I'm getting fill in. Send me an invite so that you can come on. Okay, maybe people are watching this on Thanksgiving and this would be, a, I was thinking people might be driving long distances. And oh, there he is. My most frequent podcast guest. <laughs> this is the third time I've been on your podcast. There it is. And obviously, in case you don't know, the more to the story music comes to you from the studio. More like, to the story. Yeah, that's me. Except for that's it you. it's auto-tuned on yours, so it sounds even better. <laughs> and so thanks for doing that, Phil. That was a lot of fun. And I've had people comment on it and people who really appreciate it. Like, I, even a, a couple of my guests have said, you have your own theme music? I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course you do. I apologize if this is lower quality than is the standard for your podcast. I tried to be fancy with get my computer set up, but it's not working, obviously. So I'm Oh, I should have given people a warning. And so for the next two people who are going to come on, um, be just know you have probably have to come on with your phone. So yeah, yes, it yes. seems to work. I tried to request. I, I didn't see a button to request from my computer. So the only way I know how to request is from my phone. I think that that's, I, I had the same thing with Steve Bussey when he came okay. on. So, okay. but I'm glad, glad to right. have you on. Now, Thanks. Phil, since the last yeah. time you were on with me, First Draft Phil has come into existence. How's it going, First, man? What yes, is it? man. I'll tell you, I, the last guest I had on, I just said, I had to, I said, man, I, I love it. I really it, it's it's an itch that I didn't know I needed to scratch. I really enjoy interviewing people. It's just it's so much fun to just talk to people. And 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 now obviously my podcast is is a little bit of a different format than your podcast. Right. But right. I love it, man. I really enjoy just talking to people. And the whole whole goal of the podcast is just be yourself. Tell me what you do. Let's talk about worship. Let's talk about music. Let's talk about following Jesus. And sometimes there's overlap and sometimes we focus on more more one than the other but i love it it's a lot of fun yeah it is it is fun to interview people like it because there's not as you have to do some prep like you have to be aware particular i, I i've had a few people on like i had a uh, paul copan copan on and he has a book uh apologetics books like is god a vindictive bully and um, that will come out in a few months here but man i had to really do my homework and uh, that was a tough, tough one for me to be ready for that interview. I, I think I decided I didn't want to, I didn't want to do homework much when I did <laughs> this. So this is the low barrier of, in, barrier of entry for me to get into podcasting, but it's a lot of fun. Now, now you've done something, now you called it first draft, Phil. I thought, what, what's the idea with that? Um, you want people to just be authentic, but what's the idea with the name? Yeah, so first draft, Phil came, came about when I was part of a small group uh, and uh, through discussion uh, with that small group, I came to realize that I had um, I had a lot of anxiety, performance anxiety, social okay. anxiety when it came to meeting people. And I think um, um, just the ability to name that I had that and that I, I found myself in a constant state of preparation for every area of life, which is exhausting. You know, that's yeah. exhausting to, to never be able to let your guard down. So the idea, so during one of our uh, our small group settings, he said, um, "Hey man, we you don't have to 
you don't have to prepare like you don't have to get all your ducks in a row for this we just want first drafts fill we we want awesome. first draft fill. it was so liberating for me right yeah so I, I stuck with that and it's actually a little thing i say to myself every once in a while like i catch myself putting on a mask or putting on whatever and preparation is good we need preparation for lots of different right. areas of life but i think with relationship is kind of like hey just you know just be yourself phil just be first draft you know and yeah. if, you're, if you're having to put on a mask to for somebody it's it's you know that you don't want you don't want that you want people to know the real you so that was that's the idea i love it and i love the of course it, it wouldn't be your podcast if you didn't do something creative musically on it i love the way that you go I, you probably do a little bit of editing work to go back through and put the piano tracks in there that you do hope you don't it's, spend too much time it's a lot of fun because i do and and, and a lot, i've had a lot of guests who are musicians and artists on there and i love taking their songs and just doing a little musical my arrangement of their songs on my yeah. it's so much fun yeah Okay, I'll highlight one. We only have we have just a little bit of time. But yeah, I yes. love your, your Randy Bonnet. I believe now I'm behind. I'm behind. I'm yes. sorry. That's so, okay. But that's how it goes. You know, every now and then in the, the podcast world, somebody says, "Yeah, I just listen to your podcast." And like, I got. I think they're a real fan. And they might be, but they're like a year <laughs> behind. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, but that's, it's, the, it's, that's the cool thing about podcasts. This that's the cool thing, right? You, every week you got something new, and somebody will come back and discover something and you know how it is looking at your stats who's listened to what somebody will discover something that you recorded a year ago and it'll yeah. still be relevant for where they are and i think that's the really cool thing about the podcasting uh, yes. platform yeah it is it, it, i i love it and, and honestly like it's kind of fun every now and then and somebody will find the podcast and then they'll they'll it's only i can only say this has happened to me like two or three times so take it take it for once but they've been they binge your podcast so that's kind of a cool thing. And, and you'll get that too. That's kind of a lot yes, of fun. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and then they get tired of you and then they drop you. And that's how it goes. <laughs> or at least <laughs> they give you, you. I, I have podcasts that I, you, you were just sharing your podcast. There's definitely podcasts that are seasonal. I listen for a while. And then, then for whatever reason, I just, I don't, I'm not interested in that topic or that person for a while. And I give them a break. Yeah. I would never do that. I would never do that with more to the story, oh, but there are you. some people. That I would do that's right. It would never be you. <laughs> uh, so, okay, Randy Bonifield, that was a great one for me because yep. he was – now, he, Randy and I were never super close, and I think he would say it too, but, I, but he made a big impression on me by being a worship leader in the 90s in the Central Territory. That's in those non-Savish Army people. That's kind of the, the region where there was probably 400 Savish Army churches, and he – he just did a great job and, and there was so much of his story that I didn't know. And I thought, I thought you guys just had some really great moments on that sharing, talking musically, even talking about music theory. I kind of, I enjoyed some of yeah, that. Myself. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. That was great. Good stuff. Yeah. So um, uh, where, where can they find it, Phil? What can, what, where can they get a hold of your podcast? Uh, same place that you can find all my stuff is just uh, my last name, L A E. G-E-R dot net. And I see Fiona Keen saying, good to see you in the comments. Hey, Fiona, say hey to Matt for me. Oh, they're coming on. I don't know if you know Oh, that. They're going to be one of the next people on here. I've they have a new for... podcast. Oh, really? Called okay. Super Keen. I did know that. I haven't checked it out yet. Now is my time. <sighs> That's Super. the hard thing. It yeah. is hard. If you look, and everybody who's on... Um, uh, the, the other other Joel, who I'm going to have on here in a second. Okay. Joel, why don't you go ahead and like make sure you can get on a phone so you can get on here next. Um, I wa wanted to listen to their podcast, and it's hard. So 
just but I listened to their podcast uh, just recently. Man, it's fun. They have a lot of fun. Fiona. Okay, says so can't I, get on. So and I'm, I'm sorry. sure they have a lot to talk about. I've had some great conversations with the Matt and Fiona over the years. So that's awesome. I'll have to check. Right, well, last thing, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Traveling with my family. We live outside of Nashville. So on the 22nd, we drive to um, Winston-Salem, where my parents live. And for the first time in several years, my whole family from Hawaii and from Connecticut is all converging on wow. Winston-Salem. So look out. Look out, Winston-Salem. Here we come. It's going to be fun. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Phil. I don't know... Um... Uh, if, if I need to exit you out of here. But I think that might be why my next two guests can't come on because I'm on with Phil at this time. Well, so, I better get out of here so the, the other guests can come on. All right. Thanks, Phil. Bless God you. bless, brother. See you. All right. I'm continuing on. So I'm going to give Joel a chance to come on here next. It's just a – so we're doing this as a Facebook Live just as a way to get some um, people to tune in and just to have a first draft Phil version of uh, – more to story podcast and then it'll come out as a podcast on youtube and on my regular podcast channels if you get it through spotify or apple um apple podcast wherever you get it i think stitcher I, I don't know all the places like the the podcast server puts it out to a lot of different places but you can find that that there so we're going to invite some other folks on my friend joel here is uh connected to wesley biblical seminary joel webb so i i don't know if you've asked to come on yet but I'd love to get you on here. I, I think I see you there. So if you have to be on your phone and then you can come on and you can request to join. Okay, I think I see you. Thank you. All right, I'll get you to come on here now. Um, I, 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 I've listened to, you know, all right, here he comes. Hey, Joel. Hey, how you doing? Good. Thanks for coming on here. Well, thanks for having me. I was going to say to my guests who are coming on next, the Keens, just hang on here just a second. Joel and I will talk for 10 minutes, and then we'll bring you on in a few minutes to, um, to get you. So you won't be able to join until after I'm done there. But anyhow, Joel, we haven't actually met face-to-face. -face, no, we haven't. No. So, so tell me, uh, how, where, where are you? What are you doing? What's, hap what's happening in your life? Yeah, so I'm in Port Huron, Michigan. Um, so if you look at the mitten of Michigan, I'm about an hour north of Detroit on the south, okay. south part of the thumb, as we call it. And uh, I'm actually at Blue Water Free Methodist Church, so I'm in the, the Free Methodist oh, nomination. Oh, I said Wesleyan yep. earlier. I'm sorry. It, you know, they're cousins, so it's close enough. That's right. Um, and uh, so I've lived in, in the area of Michigan about seven years. I'm originally from Canada, uh, okay. born and raised in a, in a pastor's home. Um, when my dad got saved and then became a pastor in the Holiness Church in Canada, um, and then transitioned over to a, a small Pentecostal denomination. And then they were overseas in Africa. I had a chance to go with them, came back to the States, uh, went to Bible school, uh, came up to Michigan. Uh, that's This is where I've been in ever since. But then in about the last uh, year and a half, there's been a lot of transitions and shifting. I left the denomination that I grew up in. Um, okay. There were a whole varied list of issues um yeah. you had an early podcast uh one of the first episodes a friend of mine actually he goes to wesley biblical nate nyhoff uh, oh, he yeah. shared about dealing with spiritual abuse and other issues like that and so a lot of those issues had to deal with with that particularly and um because of a strong community of pastors and churches in this area there's a lot of collaboration uh, my dad and i found a community of of christians and pastors here that we get together weekly and pray and through that, I got connected up uh, with Blue Water Free Methodist. And so 
I'm here now uh, on on staff part time. I have a full time job. I work during the week as well. And then um, I'd applied to go to school at Wesley Wesley Biblical, but um, through uh, through applying and through some other connections, I'm actually going to be starting an MDiv program at Northeastern. Um, oh, too bad. You yeah, so I, they were able to get me in on the I, master's. I wasn't sure if you're a student or not. Yeah, so I was going to start at Wesley, but then um, was able to get in on a master's program. I have an unaccredited bachelor's that oh, okay. they were able to bring me in on. So uh, doing that, and then uh, a couple months ago, I was working with a friend. Uh, he's a free Methodist pastor in New York, and uh, he was looking at getting a podcast started, and I've enjoyed technical media production, and I do videography for uh, my job and everything else like that, and I just couldn't sleep one night and I just sat on the computer and, um, you know, and just kept typing until I felt rested that this is everything I needed to do. And that was the birth of the pastor's call podcast. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, it looks yeah. great. It sounds great. I love that you have like a, a distinct angle of what you're going for mm -hmm. in each show. Like you're talking to pastors about their call and kind yeah. of like working through some of their challenges. It's really good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you've taken the time to, put this together and kind of birth this podcast. How yeah. long have you been doing it? Um, I've just been having episodes. Uh, episode seven was just released last week and it's one a week. So we're coming on okay. to eight weeks now that episodes um, have been going live. I have about 14 or 15 in the hopper um, as well. That'll be coming out in the weeks. And it's just been an opportunity starting with pastors in our local area here in Port Huron, Michigan, but then obviously progressively moving out eventually would love to have you on and, and other pastors I've been reaching out to kind of around the country and even, um, across the river here in Canada. Um, okay. so it's been an opportunity, uh, growing up in a pastor's home, but now looking at the call and the journey that people have gone into ministry, the call of God on their life, uh, differently than maybe how I was taught and instructed. So I'm trying to move away from the things I was shown in the past and, and seeing how in the wider church, because I don't just stick kind of in the Wesleyan holiness um, yeah, area yeah. of pastors, had Pentecostals. I have an episode coming up with a Presbyterian minister. So uh, a real spread and range of denominations, but uh, seeing the call of the same God and yes. the unified gospel that we all come under um, to, to, to witness and to minister to God's people. So that's been really a joy in the journey of doing all this learning and understanding the pastor's call by hearing the stories of those who've gone before. And it's called Pastor's Call. Is that right? Yeah, The Pastor's, pastor's Call. So there, there's a website up called thepastorscall.com, and it can link you to any of the podcasting, um, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all of the same places that I don't even know it, where it all is yeah, like yours. Sure, right. Yeah, I, I understand yeah. that too. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a journey to get on there and to have uh, weekly content. Um, yeah. It can be a bit of a burden. But like you said, I think you're really smart. You have 15 in the hopper. That's that's how I, yeah. I work it. So those mm -hmm. of you kind of interested in podcasting there, um, generally what I do is I probably take six days a year where mm -hmm. I do all day interviews. So you might notice that I have the same clothes on every now and then on the video <laughs> side. But, um, but I do that and I, I will record and I'll try to get people set up for those days. That just kind of gives me time. I get the lights and the video set up and I get my as much research done as I can. And so that doesn't take take away too much from my work. Occasionally, like today, it's just I, I had a, one interview ahead of this, and then I mm -hmm. was able to get this going. So, but that's really good. It's it's not an easy task to make it happen. No. Some people joke yeah. about, well, everybody's got a podcast these days, or that, that sort of thing. But what I like about yours is it's very specific. It's not just like, you could say, pastor's life. 
right? Mm -hmm. And that's very general. But they say pastors call and you work through that calling story. I think, like I was just saying to Phil, who was just on ahead of you, that, you know, somebody's going to find that at some point. Mm -hmm. And who knows, right? However long it's out there. And maybe binge listening to that will help them discern mm -hmm. a call to ministry. Yeah. So good job, man. Way to yeah, go. Well, thank you. Going. Yeah. Well, and even just over the last two years, I've had monumental shifts in my understanding of my Christian walk and relationship with Christ. But uh, the one thing I, I've known from an early age, my call into pastoral ministry and, and teaching has been there. And um, regardless of a lot of other things that have shifted and changes, even things that I considered foundational to my Christian walk, which really I now know aren't that important. But uh, that that kind of call I felt from the Lord into pastoral ministry has always remained. Um, and so I wanted to explore that uh, further for me to encourage me. And it's been a confirmation that, yes, this is the direction I'm supposed to go. Uh, but also seeing in, in the wider church uh, the need, you know, just as Wesley Biblical Seminary is raising, uh, you know, faithful leaders for churches. Um, you know, and so having the having that understanding of people who are who are faithful to the call to encourage others, maybe there's younger people out there. Uh, you know, I'm 27 now, so I'm kind of no longer in the cool group of people. You know, I'm not as cool as oh, the that kids. When that happens? Is that I don't know. I, I just know I connect when I try to connect with the young ones at church. It's just like you're not cool, man. They like my wife a lot better than me. So, yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, if there's a way that someone else can hear the story of someone, or even for those already in pastoral ministry, they can hear the journey and story and struggles of someone who's already been in ministry for a short time or a long time, that they could be encouraged and it could be maybe a confirmation for them that, yeah, this is this is what God's calling me to do. And yeah. uh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And especially as things get more complicated and divisive in yeah. society. Um, it's going to be more important for those in ministry, whether church ministry or just the ministry of sharing the gospel and the Great Commission, to be strong in the knowledge that this is what Christ has called us to. Amen. That's great. Well, and it doesn't minimize, and I think whenever we talk about calling into pastoral ministry, mm -hmm. I have to move my hand. I don't have much space here. Pastoral <laughs> ministry. Uh, we have to be, no, that's not minimizing the call that we have to other vocations, mm -hmm. but we shouldn't give up. Shouldn't give yeah. up the call Amen. of pastoral ministry. And I also encourage people, like as you're listening to this, like uh, don't forget to make a pa preachers or even lay people, like try to push your pastor to make calls for full-time ministry. Like God mm -hmm. uses those things. And yeah. in, my, in my tradition, there was a few times where that always happened, but it doesn't have to happen just at a big youth event or mm -hmm. at a big event where all the churches come together. It might just be like two or three times a year, like in your message, or at some time in your worship service, issue a call. And it might be nobody responds. But I think there's something to making that call that puts the that God uses somehow. Like I don't know, no, don't know what it is. Like it, we mm -hmm. can't necessarily describe it. Like we want we're after the enlightenment, we think we can describe everything as a means to an end. But there's something about the call, the person making the call that's important. Mm -hmm. So Joel, I'm looking forward to coming on your podcast and I just want to encourage people to find it. Um, and again, it's the pastor's call podcast, yep. the pastor's call.com. And you can find it on any podcast platform. Awesome. Joel, looking forward to connecting with you more in the future. And if I can't figure a way to get you into WBS, I, I'm going to work that angle, my man, if I can't, <laughs> you'll, you'll get me eventually. Don't worry. All right. Sounds good. God bless you. Bye. Thank you. God bless Andy.
All right, we're going to keep going here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to bring on my friends, the Keens, but I want to encourage it. So now, now that we're open here, I want to encourage you to check out their podcast, Super Keen. Now, th what? and if you guys, I, I heard you say, maybe they're not even with me anymore, but I, I, they, they're saying that they can't get on. They don't have their phone. So maybe they're not able to get on here. But this is a fun podcast. Now, I, I was going to, I was looking forward to having them on because it was going to be a situation where um, I was going to learn more about them myself. I don't know where in Canada they are. Oh, sorry. Fiona saying they can't get on another time. We'll have to work that out. So um, sadly, it's not going to work today, but they have, <laughs> this is an example. I don't know if my wife and I could do it together. We did do one podcast back in the old days of Captain's Corner when I had Julie Slattery on. That was a, a fun podcast. And, and we did that together, but we had to be really organized. It was like, we had to like plan who's going to do which question. And a lot of times things flow in such a way. Um, but I'll tell you, Fiona, I don't know you, but uh, you, I love, I love the way you handle Matt in that podcast. That's pretty good. There's some good uh, uh, marital lessons uh, in the way you guys do that. It's a lot of fun. And I came upon the Keens ministry during COVID and um, Matt was, they were both putting on some of their, sermon content and it was great and then matt and i connected sharing similar convictions theologically and missional convictions operational convictions about the nature of the salvation army and so we were able to connect on that and so i just want to commend them to you commend their podcast to you there's there's several things happening kind of like in the in my i would say you know, joel was telling telling you about his niche for his podcast with like focusing in on the call of pastors um handle Matt definitely is the way I would describe it I love the game yeah you have to check this out man check out their podcast um so I, I, I like Phil's talking to worship leaders and I see Eric Himes has come on here too um and he's done some unique work with with uh talking to worship leaders uh who come have some sort of connection to the Salvation Army and interesting enough like Thinking of Eric now moving on to Willow Creek and then Randy Bonifield at the, his church in Kansas City and Aaron, who I haven't listened to his yet, but I know, you know comes from the Marietta Salvation Army and now serving somewhere in Colorado and some others too who have a connection. Like that's kind of, it, and I imagine that Phil will have people who come on, you know, who are still serving in the Salvation Army as well. But um, like that's that's a unique, a unique niche and uh, a unique niche, a contradiction in terms there. Nevertheless, like, so my, my little niche is, uh, connecting to the broader evangelical Wesleyan community. And so I'm trying to, and, and doing that from the, what, where it is Wesley Biblical Seminary, where we're serving denominations from that tradition. And I'm excited to be able to connect people and to do things that maybe fit in with some of my own um, scholarly efforts and interests. And then also, like, it's a great opportunity for me to learn. And then to, uh, some of these conversations are conversations I've wanted to have, have I've wanted to have had for a long time and it just gives me a platform to do that and i get free books too so that's kind of fun most of the time publishers will send me their books for free when i tell them that i have a podcast so those are some of the things that I, i've enjoyed and, and and i often bring up the concern the things that are happening in the global methodist church and the united methodist church and the way that the united methodist church is, is splintering at this moment necessarily sp splintering um the same thing is true with those who are, are like working through the challenges that the Salvation Army is expressing right now. I'll tell you that I've had some hope here lately about 
what's happening globally with the Salvation Army. And some of that are just things that you'd see where there are some, I would say, disciplinary action that I hate to say, like, or accountability. How about that? Stewardship actions that are taking place. Um, and I recognize that, like, Salvation Army leadership isn't always able to make public the way they handle things that are inconsistent with the mission of the Salvation Army. But I think, like, those, those are some hopeful things on the horizon um, for, for that movement. And, I, like, I believe that in, the, in the, this broad Westland movement, that we don't just focus on the fallenness of men, but also the risenness of Christ. Like we start with the hope of the gospel and the hope of the full gospel that people can be sanctified through and through, that their whole spirit, soul, and body can be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's an optimistic view about what the Holy Spirit can do in us to lead us to a place where we are never having to be bound to sin. Instead, we have the opportunity to be bound for holiness and to experience God's Holy Spirit sanctifying us. So that's a part of what I want to communicate to the More to the Story podcast. Um, I'm, I wanted you to know about, while I have just a few people here, um, I have a great interview coming up with Dr. Janet Dean this Thursday. And um, she is a pastoral counseling professor at Asbury Theological Seminary. And she's devoted her life and research to working with people who are dealing with, um, at, who are her research primarily was dealing with people who expressed themselves as, as a sexual minority on Christian college campuses. But she and I work through those who are experiencing gender dysphoria and how we can pastorally come alongside those folks and how we can love people. And she has this great analogy she uses all throughout that interview. Oh, I see several people. I, I'm sorry I don't wave to everybody, but I saw Christy come on, come on there. I know you as Christy Starrett. Um, but anyhow, we are going to have a conversation at some point, and we'll try to make that happen. Janet uses this great analogy of the highway of grace, in that when you're on that highway of grace, like we have the opportunity that we have to realize there's all sorts of things coming our way. And with the sexual revolution, as it is, like there are things coming at us fast, and we don't know what to do with it. Like we don't know how, and we can choose to take roads off of the highway of grace. One road off is to just say, well, we're just going to accept everything and love everybody. And that's, and we're just going to love and we're not going to deal with the tensions that we experience and try to hold them together. Um, the other side is to take the highway off and just to not engage people and to just say, well, that's, that's just wrong. We're not going to deal with it. And you jump off of the highway. But Janet, we, we spent an hour working through it where we talk through how to stay in the relationship and still hold the convictions that we have about the nature of the human body, about God's revelation in space and time, and how we can do that. So I'm excited to offer this. In some ways, it's painful because I make a bunch of blunders in the conversation. Like, I don't ask the questions the right way. I don't always use the right terms. And she's very gracious to help me in the interview. But Janet Dean is somebody who I think is like a person for our time, like for such a time as this, so to speak, of a person who's studied and worked as a, as a psychologist, and a counselor and a researcher and as somebody who I know affirms um, the orthodox message about human sexuality based in scripture. So um, I'm, I really respect her and, and there's some things I'm challenged by that I'm still trying to process from that interview. Several other great ones coming up here soon. Um, I, if you didn't get a chance to hear my last interview with Glenn Scrivener, man, this guy has a great book out called The Air We Breathe. And uh, I wanted to bring this up with my interview with Janet Dean, but he, this connects to this. Is that he talked in that, that podcast about 
having uh, how we deal with what he called the refugees of the sexual revolution. And this isn't like thinking of it like a war, uh, sadly, but at the same time, like there'll be, there'll be people who are suffering and we're gonna deal with this for the rest of our life, like how we engage people and how we serve people after, like as a result of the sexual revolution who have been hurt by it. And it's gonna require some sensitive pastoral steps, but nevertheless, let's stay on the road with people. Let's stay in the relationship. And I know as this is, people are getting this at Thanksgiving, maybe you're headed to a Thanksgiving meal where you know you're gonna argue with somebody and you know you're gonna be on that road. Maybe it's just in conversation, but just know that it's worth it to stay on that road of grace. Um, thanks for coming on for the podcast here. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get the Keens on. Um, love to have that conversation with them. Check out their podcast. Check out Phil Lager's first draft. Phil, check out Joel's The Pastor's Call. Super keen. I'm glad to um, give anybody um, any other pops. Maybe I can have some other new podcasts that come on along the way as well. God bless you. And those of you who are listening this week of Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. Mm -hmm.